All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is Monday, the 10th of February. With the presentation of the union budget and the RBI's monetary policy review out of the way, the markets will likely take cues from retail inflation and industrial production data midweek, the results of the assembly elections in Delhi, which will be released tomorrow, and on the global stage, the progress of the Chinese coronavirus. The RBI governor last week had said that high retail inflation was one of the major determining factors in the Monetary Policy Committee's decision to keep interest rates unchanged. The data on Wednesday will be seen in that context. In Delhi, all the major exit polls are suggesting that Arvind Kejriwal's Aam Admi Party will hold on to power in the 70-member assembly with a healthy majority. And the coronavirus has now proved more deadly than the SARS outbreak at the start of the century. It has killed over 900 people. China is spending at least $10 billion to control the outbreak and reaching out for medical supplies as the first wave of international experts heads to the disease's epicenter. Scientists who are modelling the virus in Wuhan predict infections may peak this month. Meanwhile, the coronavirus cases traced to a business meeting in Singapore have reached three European countries after causing infections in Asia, raising fears of a so-called super-spreader event. A cluster of cases of the virus in France, Spain and in the UK confirmed in the past day all appear to have links to a French ski resort where the infected people had contact with a British man who had just returned from that conference. Turning to news from back home, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman yesterday said that the centre in the budget had laid the foundation for increasing consumption while ensuring that the government's investment is deployed to build infrastructure that will lead to the creation of a $5 trillion economy by 2024-25. She also pitched for rationalisation of goods and services tax rates once a year and not every three months as was the trend so far. She was speaking to reporters in Kolkata. The government is open to further consolidation of banks depending on needs, according to Minister of State for Finance Anurag Singh Thakur, who told this to PTI. This is a continuation of a move that began last year, in which the government announced the merging of 10 public sector banks into four. It will come into effect in April and will bring down the number of public sector banks in the country to 12. The government is planning to sell 5% stake in Steel Authority of India Limited, or SALE, through an offer for sale which could fetch about 1,000 crore rupees. That's a PTI report that quoted an unnamed official. Officials from the Department of Investment and Public Asset Management and the Steel Ministry are planning roadshows in Singapore and Hong Kong for the stake sale. However, the Hong Kong roadshow might be called off on account of the coronavirus. The Securities and Exchange Board of India is planning to attach a difficult-to-recover tag for individual defaulters who are found to be untraceable as also for cases facing parallel proceedings by other agencies or in various courts and tribunals. The proposal is likely to be discussed at the regulator's upcoming board meeting. 
In international markets, equity markets in the Asia-Pacific region have begun with cuts after the U.S. benchmarks declined on Friday. The Nikkei 225 was lower by 0.8% last I checked. Brent crude continued to hover around the $54 per barrel mark, but it's been under pressure on account of fears of a demand slowdown globally because of the outbreak of the coronavirus. Gold, on the other hand, has remained elevated and was trading about two-tenths of a percent higher at $1,577.15 to the troy ounce last I checked. I just want to point out a correction in a report I told you about on Friday. This is about CIPLA. Chief Executive Officer and Managing Director Umang Vora said the company would maintain its margin guidance at 18-20%. to 20%. We had incorrectly stated that the company's India business would grow at 18-20%. to 20%. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, starting off this Monday, we are looking at some pressure across Asian equity markets. And that's the reason why we're expecting the Nifty to open in the red as indications of the SGX Nifty futures. But plenty of stocks to keep an eye on. And of course, we are in the final leg of earnings season. And I'm going to start off with a bunch of Nifty names. Well, we have Tata Steel right at the top, where earnings were below expectations, where revenues declined nearly 9%, and the company reported a loss of 1,029 crores against a net profit of 2,334 crores on a year-on-year basis. We also saw a considerable depreciation in EBITDA margins, which came in at around 10.2% against 17.3%. Moving on to M&M. This company also missed profit estimates. Revenues declined 6% and net profit was down 73% with EBITDA gaining only 5% on year-on-year basis. Margins did improve, however, to around 14.8% against 13.2%. And UPL is the other one. Beating expectations, we have revenues which rose 81%. So it's been a strong show for UPL with the net profit also rising 52% and coming in with an expansion EBITDA margins. Among the relatively smaller names, or if I can say non-index prominent names, we have Whirlpool where earnings were below expectations, but the company suggests that this is a one-off and there was a lot of inventory liquidation in the quarter. Oberoi Realty largely in line with expectations with revenues flat at around 527 crores, but the net profit did rise around 7.5%. Moving on to some News, we have Shilpa Medicare, which has been on a tear off late, and it says that it has received zero observations on the Form 483 after the inspection of its API units located in Karnataka by the USFDA. We also have Mastec, which is in focus. It will acquire the Middle East business of Evolutionary Systems Arabia through its group company for $65 million. Moving on to Lumax Auto Technologies, it signed a joint venture with Japan's Yokovo to manufacture and supply antennas and other vehicle communication products to the Indian automotive industry. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move to trade today, but don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. 
Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 